0: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com/slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your
1: husband. To New Jersey. I never expected to. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama.
0: Don't talk to him, he's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me.
1: With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives.
0: Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garbaldi. This week we sit down with Real Housewives of OC star Bromwood Wyndham-Burke, who talks about her sobriety, how she is balancing her marriage with Sean and her new relationship with girlfriend Chris, and why she will never be friends with Kelly Dodd. I feel like
1: so much has happened since the last time we talked. So how how have you been? How are you doing? Good. Okay. Yeah. The last time we talked, I was at the Hamptons Mm -hmm. um, at Barb's house. That's right. Um, So yeah, I mean... Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, life has gone crazy. Well, let's start, with, let's start with your sobriety. So you have to be coming up on almost a year sober, right? January 30th. So oh God. I know. Congratulations. I mean, Me you, that must feel like such an amazing
1: accomplishment. You know, I'm trying not to put too much emphasis on the day yeah. because I, I feel like that's almost setting yourself up for failure. So I'm not going to drink today. That's, that's fantastic. But I mean, how has your life, I mean, obviously your,
0: your life has changed so much in this past year, but like what has been the biggest change that you've noticed in
1: yourself because of your sobriety? Clarity of thought, mm-hmm. for sure. I think when you're drinking and even not just when you're not drinking because keep in mind, you know, I had before we started filming the show last year, I had seven years of not drinking uh, because I was having babies. Okay. So, but there is something about getting sober. There's something about the community. I'm a part of where you really have to kind of sit and stare at your issues and work through them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a stillness to it. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it's why do I do the things I do? How do I break old behaviors? How do I create new healthy ones? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's sort of just a quiet steadiness to it that I really do love. Yeah. You know, I love waking up in the morning and not being like, okay, so what did I do last night? How <laughs> bad is it? You know, like damage control. I never have to wake up and do damage control <laughs> anymore. And I, yeah, I, really like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. what kind of
0: clarity did this bring you this year? Because obviously there's been so many different changes for you this year,
1: but what was kind of the biggest like aha moment for you? I mean, I think you kind of watch it unfold on the show a little bit towards the end. You know, I think for me... I obviously you know fell in love with my best friend that that was a moment um, and although that wasn't a two way relationship you know that didn't pan out, I think it did make me realize that. Um, and not just through that, I was also working uh, the steps with my sponsor, and I was going through my resentments. What a lot of them were, and it was sort of this glaring reality of something that I've always known. Sean I have talked about this for years. You know, I've had relationships with women while I was married before mm-hmm. that I've never really talked about. But like, okay, I'm. Uh, this is where we're at. I'm sober. I can't hide this anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. And I was really afraid, you know, of what would happen not so much in my home and my family because my family is very supportive and very open-minded, but you know, out there in the real world, the social media world, the backlash. So I think that has been the biggest aha moment is I have two choices right now. I can, you know, live authentically mm-hmm. or I can live to make everyone else happy. And, and you, live uh, authentically. you know, I'm just
0: yeah. authentically. I mean, what has been the reaction from from not only close friends and family, but from, you know, the public have, has, have you found an overwhelming amount of support from people or are people kind of giving you backlash
1: or do you find a mix of both? Um, well, in my, with my close friends and family, there's no backlash. It's just overwhelming support and love. Uh, my girlfriends, my real close girlfriends instantly, they met Chris. They're like, hi. Um, you know, so that was easy. I have a very open-minded, loving family. Um, Online, not the same, you know, with the people that I do the show with, yep. it was really harsh. There was, there was a lot of backlash that I think they propagated, you know, sometimes dangerously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you have to be very careful when you're dealing with, with subject matter like alcoholism and sexuality. I think, you know, if you don't know what you're talking about, it's probably best not to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was hard. I did expect more support. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very grateful for the, my friends that did support me. Gina has been amazing. Um, She shared, you know, uh, privately some stories where she kind of understood where I was coming from. Mm -hmm. And and I I love the fact that she didn't say, well, you you got sober right or wrong. You came out right or wrong. You know, it's not really anyone's decision, the right or wrong way to get sober or to come out, you know. have almost a year. So whatever I'm doing has been working for me. And that's the only person that matters. Yeah. I mean, has it
0: been so hurtful? Because obviously some of the cast members have talked and come out and said that, you know, you're faking your sobriety or you're exploiting your relationship with Chris. I mean, what does that make you feel for women that you were very close with at one
1: point? It's hurtful. It's hurtful. And I, I also think it's very dangerous. I think they're taking the easy out. They're taking the low blow um, to make themselves more relevant. But I don't think when you, you, you know, when you have such a large platform like most of us do, I think you have to take some responsibility. Yeah. So while you might be upset or jealous at some of this that's happening, you have to remember there's a woman somewhere in her bedroom that's going, oh my God, wrong came out, I can too. Mm-hmm. And those are a lot of the DMs that I get every day. I get a lot of them from women my age, who have felt this way and haven't told anyone else. I get a lot of DMs from people that, you know, are alcoholics that haven't admitted it. When I do my mental health Zooms, there's people that say on there, I've never come out, but this is my truth, or I've never admitted I'm an alcoholic. So I think when they say these things, they say them maybe out of anger, Mm -hmm. not really realizing the larger implications of these things. You know, my sobriety is not debatable. Mm-hmm. it's not. That is that is off the table. I am sober. I am working a program, period. You don't get to tell me the right way to get sober. That's not up to you. That's mm-hmm. up to me. And I have people that I talk to that I trust in the program. You're not in the program. Keep your mouth shut if you don't know what you're talking about. And as far as my sexuality and exploiting Chris, you know, <sighs> I try to keep her as private as possible. Um, I posted one photo on Instagram so people would know that I wasn't talking about my girlfriend that filmed with us. Um, But like, as far as the paparazzi, you know, I don't call them. They park in front of my home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Dodd basically drew the entire world, a map to my house. (laughs) So sometimes they're here, sometimes they're not. And I can't live my life thinking, Oh, are they around? Yeah. So, you know, I see Chris once or twice a week, you know, she works a lot. I'm very busy and I'm not going to let, you know, social media dictate my life. Mm -hmm. That's just not okay. And I do truly care about her. Um, She's, I do, I do. And I do want to protect her as much as I can from this. Sure. I mean, what, I mean,
0: what has it been like for her? Has it, has this been difficult for her?
1: It has, it has. She's a very private person. That's why I never tag her or use her last Mm name. it has, she has, you know, a a difficult relationship with some of her family members. And like, she turned on the news and there was photos of her and her father reached out who hasn't reached out in a while. And she's like, I think he's, you know, reaching out for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. He was getting, you know, kind of made fun of a little at her workplace and she was uncomfortable. So yeah, it has been hard for her. She didn't ask for any of this.
0: Yeah. I mean, how did you guys connect and how did you form this? I mean, you know, this bond, because obviously, you know, you've been seeing each other for a few months now and-
1: you know things are going really well. It's, it, today's her birthday, so after I'm nice. done with it, we're actually going to go celebrate. Um, we met, and this is the, it's a, such a funny story. We met because my best friend Noella created a fake Tinder for me, and she kind of predated people that she thought pretending to be me. Mm-hmm. Predated people, and then at the end, she's like, "Here, I did this for you," because she knew I would be too, you know, nervous to do it myself. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, Chris and I talked for a while on the phone. We got to know each other you know, off, um, not, uh, like through phone calls, you know, sure, we talked, yeah. we talked a lot before we met. And then, so when we finally met each other, I just looked at her and I, you know, I still get that grin on my face because yeah. she's just, you know, she's beautiful inside and out. Mm-hmm. What do you guys like to do together? I mean, there's a pandemic going on. Right. I mean, there's not much. You can't really do much. forgot about that. Um, so most of what we do is, you know, we, we go for hikes, we go for walks, we go to the beach. Um, you know, today we're taking a boat out. I'm taking her out on a boat for her birthday. You know, we try to be, obviously, as safe as possible during COVID. Uh, a lot of times we just hang out here, and, and honestly, she got me hooked on the L word. I've been binge watching that. So, I mean... <laughs> it's very simple. It's very easy. You know, mm-hmm. it's just nice. Yeah. Are you in love? You know, I'm just, you know, I've been with my husband for 26 years. I love him dearly. And I really do want to be as cognizant of everyone's feelings right now. So I do, I care for her deeply. Um, and I kind of just want to leave it at that.
0: For yeah, now. no, definitely. I totally, I mean, you know, on the show this season or this season, or in the recent episode, you felt, you said that you felt trapped in your marriage. Now that this is all out and you have this relationship with Chris and, you know, you're still with Sean. I mean, we just saw him like, do you still feel that way or has things like gotten better? Because, you know, explain where you are in your modern marriage as of right
1: now. I mean, as of today and just like everything else in my life, I'm taking it day by day. We are good. Uh, We're getting along better than we ever have. We're best friends. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm on the third floor. He's on the first floor. We both have our own you know, rooms. Um, we love being with our kids together. Neither one of us wants to miss out on breakfast in the morning and bedtime stories at night. We get along great. We still have the same friends. We go to dinner. We're going on a trip together to stay with our mutual friends. I mean, we are best friends. We are family. We have built a life together, and I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that could change. Uh, Sean could fall in love with someone. You know, I, I just. Today it's good. Today we're making it work. Mm -hmm. and We're happy right now. And I don't feel trapped for the first time. I think in a long time, you know, I'm genuinely like able to breathe. And it's nice. And, you know, Sean and I had to work through some stuff. I was very mean to him, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we went through a really rough patch, but we're going to therapy. We have the hard conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, and he even jokes, he's like, I like Chris. I like, I like you being around her because it makes you nicer. Yeah.
0: Do you do like family dinners together or have you not it mixed worlds
1: yet? They, ha- we, ha- I mean, they've met, right. They, you know, they've met, they've hung out a couple times, but for the most part, I try to keep them separate mm-hmm. um, just because it's, it's two very different relationships. Yeah. Know, this is not, and I repeat, this is not a thruple. That's not what we're doing here. This is two very different relationships, and I, I like to keep them separate. Mm-hmm. And you know, the little kids don't understand what's going on. The sure. big kids do, but I, I don't want to confuse them any more than they need to be. And I also don't want to throw anything in Sean's face to hurt him. Sure. You know, there's I mean, definitely a level of consideration that I have to sort of maintain yeah. as much as I can. Right. I mean, is there
0: jealousy on both sides? Like, does Chris ever get jealous of the time that you spend with Sean? And does Sean get jealous of the time that you spend with Chris? Because I would imagine it's probably hard at times to
1: kind of, for both of them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm leaving tonight. I'm going to go sure. spend the night with Chris. And that's hard for Sean, you know. He supports me, but yeah, that is definitely hard. Um, Chris knows that I'm with my kids a lot you know and that's hard for her because she wants to be with me. It's a new relationship, you know yeah. but she also knows I have seven kids. I have a husband. She knew what she was getting into. Mm-hmm. There's never been any line or anything. and so she understands that too. So I think for me the most important thing is when I'm with Sean, I'm with Sean. Mm-hmm. I'm with Chris, I'm with Chris yeah. and I both give them you know a hundred percent of me when I'm with them. Yeah I don't know if this is getting too
0: personal and obviously you can tell me now, but is your relationship with Str- with Sean? Strictly platonic now? Are you guys just friends? <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> that is nobody's business. <laughs> I know. I, that's, why I, that's why I prefaced it with the saying that that, is, that could be n- not my business. <laughs> I'll,
1: answer that one. I'll answer, you know, I'm sure, and, you know, truth be told, there is like a lot more that's going to happen to us. And so, I mean, we'll get there. We'll get to those. But right now, I, like I said, I still just want to be very cognizant. Sure. Of both relationships and keeping them, you know, keeping them private. And because and, it's not just like I know everyone says it's all about you, Braun. Well, it's actually not right now. You know, this okay. is me trying to balance the feelings and emotion of two people I really care about. Yeah. And I think trying to keep some things private is a big part of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you did post uh, in a Q&A saying that you would feel you know, you would feel really, it would be really hard for you to watch Sean dating somebody. And a lot of people said, I think even Elizabeth said that's, that's kind of a double standard and that's not fair. I mean, do you feel that way too? I mean, you like in the back of your mind, you're like, you know, is that not fair for Sean, for me to say something like that?
1: Well, the thing about that question is that actually wasn't a question if Sean dated. The question was if Sean fell in love and started a new life with someone. Got it. Because dating someone and falling in love and starting a new life are two very different things. If Sean dated someone, that's great. I support that. I think he should be. Mm -hmm. If Sean fell in love and started a new life, started a new family, yes, that would be heartbreaking. We've been together 26 years. You know, we've been together since we were children. And I think that people kind of forget that it's not just that we're married. You know, we've been together since we were kids. Mm -hmm. We are family. We are each other's people. Yeah. You know, we are closer to each other than anyone else. Would that hurt? And I'm not talking about losing the marriage or losing that. I'm talking about losing my best friend. Right. My person that's, I mean, been with me since I was 18. So yes, I would be heartbroken. Does that say that I don't want to be happy? Of course I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think it would be weird if I wasn't heartbroken, if okay. my husband of 26 years fell in love with someone yeah. else. Has, has he dated other people yet? He has. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing serious. And that's not heartbreaking. That's okay. Okay. You know, that's falling in love and starting a new life. Yeah, that would be heartbreaking. Yeah, And I think that just means that I have a heart. You know, I think anyone in our positions can know that things are going to have to change, but it doesn't mean it's not hard. Right. I mean,
0: you know, based on our conversation so far, it seems like you guys are still working on your marriage. So, you know, and the last time we spoke, you said divorce is not on the table. I mean, is that still the case? Like you guys have no plans on you know, getting a divorce and kind of living your separate lives?
1: Not today. You know, when we met with our therapist the first time, she said, what are your goals? What is your goal? And we said to stay together. Yeah. And that's what we're working towards. We do want to stay together. We want to have an open marriage okay. and we want to be able to do it honestly and, you know, not have our feelings hurt. I am very open with him. You know, I have big fears of abandonment from how I was, was a child. So my jealousy, my things, we're working on those. I know they're not great. We're working on them so that we can get to, you know, a healthy, a healthy place. And I I do think we're going to get there. I really do. Because we have the communication. We have the trust. Mm -hmm. We have a great therapist. And and we both have the similar goal for our future, which is sitting there in Hawaii watching our grandkids play.
0: I think that's awesome. I mean, do you and Chris talk about a future together or is it kind of still a little too early and you guys are kind of figuring things out as you go along?
1: It, it's still early. We've been together yeah. for four months now, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. And how are the kids handling, handling this? Well, the younger kids don't know. They don't really know oh, right. much. Um, you know, they're seven, six, and two. So they right. don't really notice. Um, Bella has the hardest time with it, my oldest. Mm-hmm. She doesn't live here, though. But, you know, she has this uh, ideology, ideology, wait, ideologized? Ideology? Some, Something some other, like that. <laughs> idea of what we were like when she was a little girl and she wants that i don't think she realizes you know there's a lot of times that we were unhappy that we were fighting we kept that from the kids as you should you know you, yeah. your kids shouldn't know all that so she she kind of mourns the family that she feels like she lost mm-hmm. rowan and jacob they're totally fine you know rowan and jacob are both gender and sexually fluid so for right. them they're like you know, the idea of having an, a more of a modern marriage, that resonates with them, you mm-hmm. know, and their generation. I call it the euphoria generation. Yeah. So they're just like, yeah, you do you. You guys are happy. We're not fighting anymore. You know, we went through a really, you know, rough patch where it wasn't, it wasn't ple- pleasant yeah. to be around us. So I think for them, they're just like, you know, our home life is, is stable. Our parents are happy. Mm-hmm. We're laughing. We're dancing in the kitchen, you know, and that's what they're seeing. And they're like, you know what? You do you. Be yeah. happy. Definitely. Hey, if it works, it works. And if you guys are all happy, that's the most important thing.
0: I do want, I did speak to Elizabeth yesterday and I do want you to clear it up because she said something about you and I want you to have the chance to kind of, uh, defend yourself. She said that, you know, the reason that you and Sean are not divorcing is because you both have dirt on each other and she knows what it is. Do you have any idea what she could be talking about?
1: I, I don't. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously when you've been together for someone for 26 years, you know, everything about them. Yeah. Um, the good, the bad. And, you know, right now we're working on a book. Sean's going to be a part of it. So any stories, Mm -hmm. we're putting them all out there. You know, anything we've done, anything that has been a part of our life, I own it because it's gotten us to where we are. Um, And I think it's sad. I think it's sad if you look at a 26-year relationship and think that that's having dirt on someone. Mm -hmm. It's sad. You know, this is... This is my family. This is my person. This is the person that knows everything and has literally picked me off the floor, you know? Um, And yeah, do we have dirt on each other? Of course we do, but it's not not like that. Sean and I are, you know, we just genuinely love each other so Mm -hmm. much. And we're not together for any other reason except for the fact that we want to be. You Mm -hmm. know, we want to raise our kids. We want to stay a family. And at the end of the day, you know, I love kicking back on the couch and like watching TV with him, you know, yeah. he's my person. Definitely. Will Chris be on any episodes of, obviously not this
0: season because the season's about to wrap up, but you know, if things, you know, progress in the future, have you talked about her being
1: on the show at all? I have, I've talked to her about it and she says she would do it. Yeah. Um, I'd probably, I maybe like, I'd let Gina meet her cause Gina's yeah. been really great. Um, uh, But I would keep her away from some of the more volatile housewives. (laughs) Um, But she would. Not a lot. I I think, you know, it's a lot. It's it's stressful. But yeah, of course, this is a part of my life. Mm -hmm. And for me being on the show, I've always been pretty much like, if I'm here, I'm going to give you an honest, open view and a look into my reality. And Chris is part of my reality now. So, of course. Definitely. I mean, obviously, you know, the finale is coming up. The reunion is coming up.
0: I know that you can't tell me everything that happens at the reunion, but was this probably one of the most intense reunions
1: that you've probably ever had? Well, I've only done two, so right. yeah, <laughs> I, it was hard. There was something I had to own up to that I did when I was blacked out that um, you know I'm, I'm was horrible and I was really ashamed of. So it was hard, basically having to do a fist step on stage um that for me was the hardest there was you know one thing on there that was hard because i i don't remember doing it but i'm you know i know i did um but the rest of it was just you know there was a lot of lies that were told about me this year you know a lot of people saying big and little i hired an investigator no i didn't i hired a photographer for black Lives matter no i didn't um i don't pay my taxes my husband had moved out because at that point he had it mm-hmm. so there's just a lot of lies. And at one point I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I can't just sit here listening to you guys lie loudly and often and believe it, like I'm out, you know? Um, and that, that was hard. There was actually a lot more stories being told about me that weren't based on truth that I anticipated. And I feel like they'd been talking amongst themselves instead of actually calling me. Is yeah. that the most frustrating thing for you it's
0: because like, you're like, why are you talking about me and not at me?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, pick up the phone. I think like, like Elizabeth, I've talked to her maybe 20 minutes this whole season. It seems like, you know, I don't know her very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily and I barely spoke. Kelly and I, you know, we were close before. Um, when I, when the, the, a movement, not a moment aired on Bravo, I knew there was going to be some backlash from my cast And I told my producer, they're going to come after me now. And I was right. And that was hard. Um, But, you know, I think it's easier sometimes to just go with the lies than admit your own truths. And instead of looking inward, to just turn it around and shoot it outwards. And I think that happened a lot um, I could have said, I could have shown, you know, whatever proof on my Instagram or done this, like, this is the truth. This is the truth. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point, it's like, why even feed into it? Then it becomes a back and forth. And there's so many good things going on in my life right now with amplified voices, with the mental health zooms, you know, what I'm doing locally with OC pride, Mm -hmm. the book I'm writing, like there's just a lot of really great things. So if I keep putting my energy into the negative, then I'm going to get stuck there. Sure. And yeah, I don't want to do yeah. that you now. Like I've done yeah. a lot of work this year. I want to move forward. I want to become the best version of myself and just falling into that back and forth. It's just, it's not, it's
0: yeah. not what I want. To do. I mean, do you think that you and Kelly could ever be friends again after what has happened this season? Because Abby, she, yeah. I mean, she's talked about your mental health. She's, you know, she's made accusations
1: and talked about your sobriety and things like that. So said no. it not a public place. Yeah, absolutely not. When she docks my house and put all my personal information and my address and put my kids' lives in jeopardy, done. Game over. Game, I mean, over. NBC security had to get involved. I mean, it was a nightmare. It was crossing a line. I had housewives from other cities calling me like, what the hell just happened? I'm like, I know. For me, that was a line you do not cross. You don't you know, you don't F with my family. Mm -hmm. And she did. And she has many times she's called out, you know, we have a daughter that deals with bipolar Mm -hmm. and she has used that as a weapon against me. That's not okay. You know, they've, they've played this mom shaming card. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. All of that. Maybe I could have gotten over, but when you put my family in jeopardy, when you put their security and their safety Mm -hmm. and the car that my nanny drives them in, that was the one you focused on. That's not okay. Right. don't do it to the kids.
0: I mean, why do you think she has it out for you so much and so angry and, you know, just,
1: you know, it seems like you have a target on your back when it comes to her. I think that's what she's comfortable with. Every season she has a target. That is her, you know, MO. And tamara has gone, Vicky's gone. She has she doesn't know what to do if she's not fighting with someone. That's her comfort zone. And instead of supporting women and uplifting them, it's easier to create drama. Then support. And I do hope that changes next year. I really do hope the show can pivot and become more uplifting and positive. I think after 2020, we all, you know, want something that's like, let's get this together. Let's support each other. Let's mm-hmm. bring out the best in each other. Yeah. And I mean, she
0: has faced some backlash, you know, over comments that she's made about the Black Lives Matter movement and things like that over this the course of this year. I mean, do you think that she can change? And maybe she will kind of
1: no. no, I don't. I think that a lot of people, instead of listening, they just want to be right. And mm-hmm. Kelly's one of those people that really needs to be right. Yeah. Um, it's easy for me to admit that I don't know much when it comes to the struggles of black people. I don't know anything, yeah. you know, but I'm open to learning and I'm opening to keeping my mouth shut. And I'm open to admitting when I'm wrong. Cause I'm wrong. A lot, obviously <laughs> I'm a middle-aged white woman from the suburbs. I'm wrong a lot. Um, but you definitely need a little bit of humility to say, Hey, I'm here. I'm willing to learn. I've admit that I've made some mistakes. How can I change? And I just don't think Kelly has that in her. Yeah, you mentioned Tamara before. And there's, of
0: course, there's always all these rumors all the time that maybe she, she would come back next season or wants to come back next
1: season. How would you feel about that? I would love that. I would love that. Tamara has been amazing to me. Mm-hmm amazing. Um, when Sean was on his first, like date, I thought I was going to be fine. And I'm at dinner with her and I'm shaking and she's like, honey, it's okay. It's okay. Like, and she doesn't say anything. Tamra knew about me being sober. She's known about the issues I've struggled with my daughter. She's known about all this stuff with my marriage before it ever, you know, got out there. And she keeps her mouth shut. She is like a very good person. She gives great advice. Um, I would love for her to come back. I would love that. I would love that. I would love to have, a, you know, a friend on the show, an actual, you know, person that has proven they have my back. And when, you know, when I, she knew about Chris long before it hit mm-hmm. social media, you know, and it's just one of those things where she's like, I support you. I support your husband. You mm-hmm. know, If you need anything, I'm here. She's a good person. That's a good, that's a good friend to have. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Well, Brahman, I always appreciate you spending so much time and being so honest and so open. Um, I'm so happy that you are so happy in your life and uh, congratulations on everything. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you want more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered.